Welcome to Fearlessly Feral Living. This is Reverend Karen Lindsley broadcasting to you from the Woogie Ranch out here in the back 40 of northwestern Nevada, where I'm a half an hour away from the nearest gas station and the nearest grocery store. This is Fearlessly Feral Living podcast number eight in season two. And today I'm going to talk about the triple whammy of what is happening on December the 21st, 2020. We have winter solstice, we have the star of Bethlehem, and we have the planets of Jupiter and Saturn coming together. Now that's a triple whammy of metaphor that I simply cannot resist. A triple whammy? Oh my God, the best Christmas present ever. So let's take a look at this, shall we? And before I proceed, I want you to pause this podcast and go and grab a candle and something to light it with. Go ahead, pause it, grab a candle and something to light it with. When you come back, I will be speaking some more. Don't light the candle yet, just grab it. If you're driving while listening to this, you can simply imagine a candle in your mind. Go ahead, I'll wait. So check this out. Tomorrow is December the 21st, 2020. Saturn and Jupiter will come closer together than they have ever been since the year 1226. They will not appear this close together again until the year 2080. Also on this day, December 21st, 2020, it's the shortest day of the work year. From the 21st onward, the amount of daylight hours will be a few minutes longer each day until the summer solstice in June. And then also on December 21st, we have this Star of Bethlehem thing going on, followed by Christmas, followed by the new year. So I'm not going to go into what all of this means astrologically. That isn't what Fearlessly Feral Living is about. I'm also not going to go into what it all means scientifically. As nice as those things are, that isn't what Fearlessly Feral Living is all about. What Fearlessly Feral Living is about is that wonderful teaching called Science of Mind. And it's specifically about inner self-awareness and a strong foundation to be able to live successfully long-term no matter what. So what does that mean exactly? It means we use spiritual principles to live as successful human beings. So I tend to see principle in everything. I also see metaphor in everything. So today I'm not going to speak of science and astrology or even of religion. I'm going to speak of spirituality and spiritual psychology and metaphor. And what a grand set of metaphors we have. We cut to the chase and these three events all happening right now can have great significance in our lives if we allow it. Like I said, it's a triple whammy. So let's think about some things that have going on up to this point. We have divisiveness that is unparalleled in our lifetimes. It may even be unparalleled in human history. Who among us hasn't unfriended someone on Facebook due to their political beliefs? Who among us has stopped patronizing a business due to who they supported in the last election? Who among us has stopped speaking with members of our own family due to their political beliefs? Who among us has either verbally abused or bullied someone who believes differently than us or has been a victim of such abuse and bullying? Who among us has cried when seeing the results of the election? I believe, and I have evidence to back this up, 
But this teaching called Science of Mind is about embodying qualities of spirit. It's about other stuff too, but stick with me here because I'm trying to make a point about just one aspect of our teaching. And that aspect is that God is not a person to worship, but a principle to embody. It's a bunch of principles, actually. Now, depending on who you study and follow, those qualities, attributes, or principles will differ a bit. According to Emmett Fox, there are seven basic attributes of spirit. Life, truth, love, intelligence, soul, spirit, and principle. According to Deepak Chopra, the qualities of spirit are awareness, courage, discipline, relentless, cunning, there's an interesting one, patience, sweetness, and love. According to Christianity, the aspects of God are wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, and knowledge. Some say gratitude is all we need. Remember that saying, if the only prayer I ever say is a prayer of gratitude, it's enough? Here are my qualities of spirit. Abundance, confidence, grace, passion, serenity, love, change, peace, creativity, mystery, health, flow, generosity, forgiveness, and light. Now, I know I ran through those fairly quickly. What I'm asking you to do now is pick just a couple of qualities and stick with them. I don't care which ones you pick, just pick a couple. And stick with me here. Why would we embody qualities of spirit? Because another aspect of this teaching is that we are one with God or spirit or the universe or whatever you want to call it. And fundamental to living fearlessly feral is that we feel that oneness 24-7. And one way to feel that oneness and thus live fearlessly feral is to embody qualities of the one. So how do we do that? Well, we pick a couple of qualities of spirit and we set our intention to be those qualities. Let's say we want to be love. So we set an intention to be loving in all of our affairs with both ourselves and others. We love unconditionally with courage. We love with discipline. We return to love every time, even when some idiot, oh my God, no, did I say that? No, I'm embodying love. Some unhappy person who needs blessing says some unkind thing because we dare to express an opinion different than theirs. See how we did that? I went away from the judgment and towards the love. I be love. That's how we do that. We be love. We catch ourselves and we be love. We don't react with anger or with counterattack. We just be love. We instead respond with blessing. We respond with a loving statement. And then we bless them and move on. That's what happens if you pick love as your spiritual attribute. So pick a couple. And you can change these as you move along. And in much the same way, you embody them, just like I just described embodying love. So let's go back to the light again. This thing, this solstice, the star, the converging of the planets. Having this triple whammy of light is such a wonderful thing. I don't know about you, but for me, it brings hope. It brings joy. It brings awe. 
It brings an end to anything that has caused me distress in recent times. Because let's face it, we've all had some extraordinarily difficult times in recent years. COVID, with its accompanying deaths and physical damage to those who survived it, COVID, with the necessary care that has been provided by the true heroes of this disease, the medical workers. We've had divisiveness. It seems as if one cannot even express an opinion these days without someone else taking it personally and attacking it. We've had fear, so much fear, so much difficulty, so much strife and anger, so much heartache. These three events, the solstice, the star, the converging of the planets, can be a signal to us to release all that. I submit they are a signal. They are telling us, they are asking us, they are begging us to let it go, to give it up, to replace the darkness with the light. Out with the old and in with the new. I believe that for these three events to happen like this at this time signals great things in store for us. The beauty of this season, the delight of looking up at the night sky, the joy of witnessing things that don't often happen, all of this and more, signals change for us. Everything that has happened up to this point signals change. It is begging to happen, like I said. All of the divisiveness, the hatred, the anger, the fear, that's just stuff coming out that's asking us, that's calling us, that's begging us to change. And we do have a part in this. Change isn't going to happen just willy-nilly because Saturn and Jupiter have decided to come together in a grand metaphor of us humans coming together. We have a part to play in this. Another aspect of our teaching is that there is either an invitation or an opportunity for us that everything happens in life. Because God is either everything or it is nothing. God is all good all the time. And if that is true, then what about this is not good? I like to refer to these things that have happened as catalysts. Whatever you call them, an invitation, an opportunity, or a catalyst, I can tell you this. Even in the midst of what some of us see as ugliness, even in the midst of what some of us see as hatred, as incredibly destructive divisiveness, even in the midst of all of that, there is a divine call to move into something greater. And the only way to allow something greater to occur is to make room for it by releasing what was. So the call for us, the invitation for us, the opportunity for us is to look at our lives with the same attitude as we look at our cupboards. So we look in there and we ask ourselves, what do I want to get rid of? What will I never eat again in my life? What do I not want in that cupboard taking up space? Notice there's no judgment there. If you're judging what's in your cupboard, call me. We have work to do. It's just a list of things that no longer serve us. Release those things with gratitude. Let go of them. Create a void. Go ahead. It's okay. Yes, nature abhors a void, but guess what? It's not going to be filled with the unknown. We are at choice as to how to fill that void because that's our next step. 
And we are using this triple whammy, the solstice, the convergence of the planets and the star of Bethlehem as a triple whammy to release the old and introduce the new into our lives. With these three events, the call is stronger than ever to be and to do something different in our lives. Because we are each individually being and doing something different. We benefit ourselves when we do that. When we also benefit humanity because of the principle of oneness. The more of us who release what no longer serves and embraces the new, the more new and wonderful will overtake the human race consciousness. This is the perfect time to release the old and embrace the new. If not now, when? Release anything that gives you displeasure and take control of your life by filling the void created by doing so with something more positive. Release that anger and replace it with forgiveness. Release grief and replace it with gratitude. Release hatred and replace it with love. Replace pessimism with hope and optimism. In the beginning of this podcast, I asked you to pause and grab a candle. Now I ask you to light the candle. And as you do so, I give you this meditation to ponder. As you ponder the light of the candle. With this light, I replace any darkness in my life. With this light, I invite the love of God to infuse me with peace. With this light, I know the love of God gives me peace. The light of God gives me joy. The wisdom of God gives me clarity. The mystery of spirit gives me an opening into what wants to be born in my life. I am love. I am peace. I am love. I am light. I am joy. I am wisdom. I am clarity. I am mystery. I am open. I am all the beauty and love and light and mystery of God itself because I am one with God. God is of me, living through me, working as me. And as I walk this earth as a human being, I am knowing and embodying and acting all of these wonderful qualities of spirit. In so doing, I release with gratitude anything that is unlike any of these qualities. And I embrace all the love and the power and the joy and the peace that is mine to embrace. I walk in God of God. And I know this to be true right here and right now. And so it is. And so I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have an absolutely wonderful solstice tomorrow. Or whenever it is you're listening to this, I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. I know that it is no accident that you are here, and I do affirm your greatest good. I affirm your inherent divinity, and I affirm that that divinity shows up in your life as wisdom, prosperity, peace, and unconditional love. I know that you are the place where God shows up in this world, and I love you and I support you. 
This podcast called Fearlessly Feral Living is sponsored by the Center for Spiritual Living, Carson City, Nevada, which is a teaching chapter of the Centers for Spiritual Living. Our mission is to provide a strong and unshakable inner foundation that works for long-term successful living. Our purpose is activating inner self-awareness to live unlimited lives. And our vision is a world in which everyone lives fearlessly feral. If you wish to contribute financially to support this mission, you can go to www.cslcc.org. That's the initials for Center for Spiritual Living Carson City, cslcc.org, and click on the donate button. Or you can go to my Fearlessly Feral page over on Patreon. You can also check in on Facebook, where we have our Fearlessly Feral Facebook page. And I would love to hear from you via any of those venues. And until next time, I am knowing Fearlessly Feral Living for you and for me.